Welcome to the first episode of the Up in the Press Box podcast. I am your host, Landon Hostreiter. We have a very special guest joining us today, all the way from South Dakota State University, a 6'9 freshman, Will Kyle the Third. Will, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Um, first of all, I want to congratulate you on committing to South Dakota State. And Thank we'll get you. to talk, we'll get to talking about your recruiting process, you know, momentarily, but just to talk for a moment about your time on campus so far, you know, are you enjoying it? You missing home, you know, anything of that nature? Uh, I'm definitely enjoying it. Uh, we've been here uh, since probably like the start of June. We just got into like some, uh, some lifting and like some, uh, just a, a few workouts and stuff like that. Uh, it, it was definitely different in the summer just because it wasn't an active town really. But uh, since school has started, like all the students are back and stuff. So it's definitely uh, very active on campus and stuff. And we're still like lifting and stuff and we're uh, up and uh, getting ready for the season. Yeah, just for a second, you want to talk about the differences between, you know, kind of training in the summer? Because you were, I mean, you competed in what, three state championships in high school? Uh, two. Two state champs, yeah, that's that is correct. Uh, yeah. So, can you just talk about the difference between you know a Division One college program and a high caliber high school program like you played at? Uh, I would I would say uh, the main difference is um, uh, in high school, it's like you're not going up against that that. What would I say? How would you word it? The same exact skill level as yeah. I would say, like in college, I would say, like going into practice, like high school. Uh, like you would be going up against maybe like a JV scout squad or something like that. Uh, like they would push you, but I feel like the biggest difference is like going up against like guys who are experienced uh, up here at South Dakota state. Uh, they've definitely have worked me. And like, if you're not ready to come practice, you could easily have a really, really bad practice and stuff like that. So you have to be ready at all times. And uh, pretty much everybody on the floor is a, a amazing players. So I feel like that's the main difference and just the intensity it was something I had to get used to when I first got up here. Yeah, for sure. So you announced your commitment to the Jackrabbits just before your senior season of high school basketball began. That is actually just over 11 months ago. Do you have any, I guess I want to, I don't want to like sound, you know, harsh at all, but regrets, maybe not about the school you chose, but the fact that you committed so early or did you not even think twice about it? Uh, no, I didn't think twice about it. I knew, I knew for a fact uh, when I came up here on my official visit uh, that I knew I wanted that, I knew I wanted to be a Jackrabbit, and uh, ever since then, I'm still still loving the, loving the school, love my teammates, uh, um, love all the coaching staff, and I feel like as far as my recruiting process, they really stuck out the most uh, compared to, like, the other coaches who were recruiting me. So I feel like, uh, no, I don't have any regrets with my decision. I'm happy to be here. All right, so we kind of talked about the difference between high school and college, and you did arguably play in the best couple years of high school basketball in Nebraska maybe ever. And it seemed like every single top team, including your Bellevue West team, had multiple guys either are or going to be Division One. Looking back on that, how did that prepare you for the Division One level? Uh, I would say uh, definitely that did prepare me uh, a lot. Obviously, in practice, we wouldn't go as often like us against each other. But like in open gym, we would go against each other. Uh, but most of the time we were going up against like JV scout squad, I would say. Uh, but when we did go up against each other, we would push each other and just playing with like leaders like uh, like Chucky, like Frankie and uh, even um, even Greg Brown, just players like that. Uh, they definitely taught me a lot. And like uh, I feel like they taught me a lot. And like I saw personally what it takes to like play at this next level. 
and I feel like they just taught me a lot uh, with uh, how they worked, their work ethic, and what they were doing in high school as well. Exactly. So staying back in your high school days just a little bit, we'll get out of them here in a second, but you won a state championship with Bellevue West, quite possibly the best comeback in Nebraska state history, if not surely up there, coming down from down 14 in the fourth quarter to beat that Millard North team. Looking back on that game, did you ever think that game was over? And like, what were your emotions kind of sitting there? Yeah, I I remember that was my that was my sophomore year. Play at all my sophomore year. Uh, it was my junior year I started playing more, but I remember being on the bench, uh, suited up. Uh, like looking at the score, it was like, like we still had hope. Obviously, we weren't just yeah. gonna give up this, and we're we're gonna give our all to the end. Uh, but looking at the score from the sideline, it was like, uh, like I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought maybe it possibly would be over, and like this was the end of our season. But uh, as as you know, Josiah, uh, that's my brother. Uh, my uh, my brother Josiah went in, hit two three pointers, uh, huge 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 shots, and then from there on we just we, they went on a run, and then here we are today. Yeah, kind of. I uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to kind of say that that game you know felt over, but that's kind of a reasonable yeah. answer because it, it was a I mean fourteen points is a lot. So yeah. Uh, just one quick question: Who was the toughest person you had to guard in high school, and why? Oh, that's a tough question. Uh, I'll say by far the toughest I probably had to guard was uh, I would say Jason Green. Yeah, I have to give that to Jason Green. Uh, I'm really good friends with him. We we were teammates in AAU and stuff like that. But I feel like whenever I would go up against Jason Green, he was by far like like the best skilled big that I I would play against and stuff like that. So I feel I would I would have to give that to Jason. Yeah, Jason, I've watched him play a couple times. Never got the chance to play against him, but really great player. Uh, besides that state championship victory, what would you say is your favorite memory from playing high school basketball? I'll say my favorite memory. Uh, one of them is just obviously, like, we didn't we didn't win the past two years, but the fact that we were able to play in that sort of atmosphere that uh, some teams they would dream of, some, some other uh, athletes they would dream to even go to the state championship, and the fact that I was able to uh, be – be in the environment for three years straight uh, that was amazing I feel like uh, some games that were definitely a highlight definitely that Creighton prep game uh, at state I feel like that's one of the definitely one of the best games in Nebraska high school basketball history uh, that Miller North game that we had in the holiday tournament and then I've, I would say that sunrise game definitely those, those were definitely some really good highlights we we definitely hung in with uh, one of the best teams in the nation. I feel like that was just a great experience experience and something I will remember for the rest of my life. Yeah, I definitely remember watching that uh, conference tournament game against Millard North. And then I was at that Sunrise game. And was it – I can't remember. Was it you who hit those couple threes to kind of bring you guys back in it? I, I'm blanking here. Help me out. Uh, it, was, uh, it was Greg. It was Greg. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was either you, Greg, Greg or Josiah. Like, yeah, it, it was uh, It was definitely – it was it was definitely it got us heated up it definitely did greg hit like two or three in a row they called a timeout uh and then we were we were on a roll we hung in there for a while obviously we came up short but we definitely we definitely held our own yeah i just remember being there and that atmosphere was crazy when you guys were starting to come back because you know you had the whole arena kind of rooting for you because yep. you know this sunrise team's from you know kansas and they have all these division you know division one grady dick you know uh was it willie lightfoot yep that was that was one of the best high school games I've ever been at. And I've been at a couple, quite a few 
really good ones. So now back into your recruitment a little bit. Uh, you kind of answered this before, but I'll kind of ask it. Maybe you can go a little in depth on it. Were you ever considering any other schools and what really made SDSU jump off the page and get you to commit there? I mean, obviously, obviously I was commit. I was, uh, I was uh, considering other schools, uh, seeing like what they, like what they brought that like was like what I wanted to have in the college, like in the college, like I wanted like great coaching staff and stuff, uh, good education and stuff. And, I feel like SDSU had all that stuff, and obviously they're a winning program. Uh, uh, they have the uh, most uh, summer league tournament uh, championships, uh, most appearances in the NCAA tournament uh, in the summit league. So that was obvious. That obviously uh, went into my decision as well. But uh, as far as like the coaching staff, I feel like what separated them is that I had a relationship uh, with every single coach on the team. Like every coach would call me. Uh, I would speak with the head coach, all the assistant coaches and stuff like that. They would keep in contact with me. And then I feel like uh, I'm a, I'm a business major. So they have a really, they have a good business school up here. I think they call it, they call it uh, the nest, the nest school. That's what they call it for their business, uh, their business schooling. And then just the town, I feel like uh, the town is kind of like where I'm from, like Bellevue, Nebraska. It's like a small town, but it's like, where I'm from, if it was a, if it had a D1 school, pretty much. So it's, it's pretty dry when uh, nobody is, like, when school isn't in session. But as far as, like, right now, it's definitely a lot of people here. And just the fan base, uh, uh, the I've, I've seen, like, some of the games. And, like, I know that the fans in Brookings are, it's nowhere close to, like, any other schools in the Summer League. And uh, definitely that all went into my decision. Yeah, Um. That's actually a really good answer. So another forward, forward from Nebraska, Jack Hostreiter, is beginning his freshman campaign with you as well. Can you talk about what it's like playing alongside him, especially being a guy that you were competing with year after year, a couple state tournaments, last year's state tournament, just kind of competing with him and now getting to share a court with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's actually my roommate. He's right. He's 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 asleep right now. But uh, yeah, definitely. I, I first met uh, Jack uh, when we were playing AU together. He played. Uh, with uh, the Supreme team with us. So we would practice together and stuff like that. Uh, definitely has uh, the skill uh, of a D1 athlete. He would, I remember times he would, he would mess up, mess us up at practice and stuff. So he, he would, he would always stand out a uh, really good shooter. Uh, he's a lengthy, lengthy guard. He's six, seven. So he's not small. Uh, you said uh, to eval like, going to like playing with him now in like high school you said yeah kind of like you played against you played against him in some big games you know that pious game last year in state and then now just being able to you kind of talked about sharing a court with him now yeah so definitely the pious games we played we had two really good games uh uh definitely they both they they both gave us a uh, good competition and stuff like that uh really good teams and just now as being roommates and stuff like we've gotten a lot closer and stuff and it's really fun to play with each other along with the other freshmen, we have, uh, we have four, uh, true freshmen and we have like two retro freshmen. We have, uh, Matthew Morris and then we have, uh, Broden lean. And then, so just, just being out there all together and like just having like other like kids from like Nebraska, like with me, it's just, I feel like it's really fun. And just, I'm having like a great time playing with, with just all my teammates and stuff. But I feel yeah. like we've definitely got uh, being roommates and like going to work out together and stuff like that. Yeah, so you you kind of said, and maybe you can go a little bit deeper on this, you kind of prefer the small town environment more, kind of like the Bellevue opposed to like, you know, 
the metros areas or like the big cities? Is that kind of your your feel is kind of that smaller town kind of like Brookings is? I wouldn't say it's necessarily my feel or like uh, I would just say like I'm comfortable with it. Like I, obviously I wouldn't have like a problem with like the metro area or anything like that. I wouldn't have any problem with that. But just it, it just feels like it feels like a comfortable area. It feels I would say like it feels like home like to me. That's uh, like where I would say like what I meant by that. Okay, yeah, that's perfect. Uh, also, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta tell Jack to answer my text. I'm trying to get him on. Uh, yeah, I will. <laughs> uh, we'll move into kind of some fun questions now. Just kind of some loose, you know, just you know, just answer. If you were stranded on a desert island, what three items, not including food, water, clothes, or shelter, would you take with you? Mm. Not food, water. Okay, definitely my phone. Well, actually. I mean, it makes no sense to bring my phone because it's not like there's going to be outlets or anywhere. You said I can't have food, water, or that. That let's just say that's like provided for you. Let's say you're stranded, but you you have food, water, clothes, and shelter, so that you don't have to take that. So this is just like an island with nothing on it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I I honestly don't know. I can't think of anything other than like technology like my phone or something i mean you could maybe bring like i mean your phone let's just say there ain't no outlets you know just let's say three things that you like that you can't live without let's kind of put it that way uh uh my phone uh i would say family i don't know have people there with me that's that's a definitely a good answer family and maybe some maybe like a book or something if i'm on an island i don't know yeah mine it would definitely be a book my phone and i mean family's a good one i really thought about the third one uh what are your top three go-to restaurants in brookings and if if you don't have three what were they back in bellevue uh right now my three go-to's uh we have a qdoba i go to qdoba a lot we have a chick-fil-a and then downtown, they have a really good uh, bar and grill. It's called Cubs. The reason I kind of had to go get a pencil is I got to ask this question. Do you watch the NBA at all? Uh, yeah, I watch some of the NBA. Uh, I mean, first of all, who's your favorite team? Uh, I don't have a favorite team. I mostly, like, follow, like, I have, like, favorite players, I Who would your... say. Okay, this – so I got two questions then. That's kind of a, actually really good. I'm going to put you on the spot here. First question, give me your top 10 NBA players right now. Oh. I can give right I now. can give you I can give you mine if you're stuck. Like in like in order? I mean, I would maybe try to get in order. I mean uh I would say I say number one, like the best player in the league right now. I would have to, I'd say Giannis. Uh and then, like the other, like the other players, like I don't know if I can put them in order right now, but I would definitely LeBron, Kevin Durant, um, Curry. I would say Luca, John Morant. Uh, what am I missing? Uh, I would have to say Jason Tatum is up there. Uh, what am I at six? Uh, yeah, that would be six. Uh, who am I missing? Did you say Giannis? Uh, Jimmy, Butler. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Jimmy He's Butler. Dead. So you got Giannis, Tatum, Butler. You said 
KD, Luca, Curry, and then was it LeBron? Did you say LeBron? Yeah, I said LeBron. And then you say Embiid? Is that it? Or was it Jokic? Uh, oh, Might no, I didn't say uh, definitely Embiid. Uh, and then Jokic, like you you just said, was that nine? Or... Yep. yep. And oh, you also said yeah, that's nine because you also said John Morant. Yep. That'd be nine. John Morant. Who's the last player? I'd say I can't think of anyone at the top of my head right now. That might Maybe. actually be that might be ten. I I was I was kind of just writing down players. I have Giannis, LeBron, Jokic, and Embiid, Katie, Luca, Curry. I got healthy Kawhi on there, and then Tatum and Butler. Yeah. Who are your top three? I mean, just favorite players in the NBA, just to watch. Like of all time, or in yeah, the yep, yep, right all time. Now. all time. Definitely all time. I would say Kobe is number one. Uh, Giannis, he's one of my favorite players to watch. And then uh, Westbrook, he didn't. Westbrook didn't have. He didn't have the the best year last year, obviously, but. Westbrook still he was one of my he's one of my favorite players I would say him and Giannis are definitely some of my favorite players just watching him at OKC and stuff like that and just breaking the triple double record he's definitely gonna go down as uh, one of the greats yeah I'm a I'm a Boston Celtics fan so this last year's finals kind of hurt but you know we had a good season we had a good season yeah um who are you most excited about playing this year that could be a team or a player or I mean, whether that's in conference, I don't know if you guys have your out of conference schedule yet. I saw your in conference schedule was online. Yeah. Uh, I. Uh, I mean, obviously, I don't. I don't know, uh, yet for sure if I'll play or if I'm gonna redshirt. So I don't know for sure yet. Uh, but definitely some teams that are gonna be interesting to play. Uh, definitely. Um, Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts is gonna be a really good uh team in the summer league. Uh, obviously NDSU. And just like playing in like uh, against like South Dakota, because uh, there's like that rivalry uh, that they have and stuff like that, and so that gets that will get pretty intense. So those will be some exciting games, for sure. Here's a real hard hitting question here: Did you pick South Dakota State to win your national championship in your March Madness bracket last year? Of course. Well, I'm sure you know. Yeah, we we did something uh, in uh, we, we had uh, sports entertainment marketing. Uh, and then everybody was picking their teams, all of the the schools and stuff like that. Picked South Dakota State. Uh, obviously, they came up short, but uh, I'm pretty confident that uh, we'll be back. We'll be in the NCAA tournament again. For sure. And if you guys get it, don't worry. I'm, I'm going to pick you. I had you guys going. I think it was a Sweet 16 last year, but just not, you know, stuff happens. Uh, if you could play a road game in, against any team, in any arena, whether that be their home arena or not, who would you play and where would it be? If I could play against any team, like college? Yeah, co- yeah, college. At South Dakota State, uh, if you could play against any team and then any arena, whether that's Madison Square Garden or Cameron Indoor Stadium or that team's home arena. Uh, I would say I would say I would love to play like play at Creighton, I would say. Uh because just because it's back home, I've I've been to a Creighton game before, like when I was younger and stuff, and like the atmosphere there, and just to have like family at the game, possibly. So I feel like if I played at Creighton, uh, what is it? Uh, is it the CHI Health Center? Yes, I'm yes, not sure. Yeah, yep, yeah, it is the CHI Health Center. Like it'd, it'd be it'd be pretty nice to play there, but obviously, uh, I feel like anything that would top that is just playing in the NCAA tournament. 
because that's like that's like a dream of mine and i believe that that uh when it's all said and done uh we're gonna definitely be in the ncaa tournament yeah and you get to play against your bud uh jason green like you mentioned earlier uh what are your ultimate goals include this will include obviously the ncaa tournament what are your ultimate goals you know you can go as long as you want on this during your four years at south dakota state or maybe five obviously uh, I was, I've never really uh, thought about like my ultimate goals, really. I just, I just want to be the best player I could be, you know, work hard, uh, be a good teammate and stuff like that. Uh, never don't really have like individual goals. I just, I just would that one that just sticks out is just, I just love to play in the NCAA tournament. But other than that, you know, whatever happens, happens. However, uh, my career goes and stuff like that. I just want to be the best player I could be and stuff. Uh, and just uh, have a good four years here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What advice would you give to anybody trying to go Division One, whether that be, you know, to the highs, you know, the Blue Bloods, the Duke, North Carolinas, or even to somewhere like South Dakota State or even lower? I mean, college basketball throughout D2, D3. Just what would your advice be to someone trying to make it? You just got to work hard. Uh, I would say because uh, pers- me personally, like my freshman year, uh, I wasn't always the best basketball player. I uh, uh, I played for the freshman B team, eventually moved up to freshman A. And then uh, one of my coaches, uh, Coach Hepburn, uh, that's uh, Chucky and Trey. Chucky and Trey's dad, uh, he worked out with me, uh, stayed with me. Uh, another one of my coaches, uh, his name's Coach Mo. Uh, he worked with me all summer just uh, – they they were a huge part in uh, my development along with my AAU programs, Team Factory, Nebraska Supreme, and them. Uh, I I feel like once my work ethic changed and like once I realized uh, I'm not as good as I may think, and that uh, I like I almost like was humbled. I feel like and like I started working hard. I was working out every day with uh, Coach Hatburn. Uh, I would say in my sophomore, it was right after our sophomore year after we had one state. So I worked out with him every day, worked out with Coach Mo. I would hoop at the lead center sometimes. It was still a place right down the street from my house. Uh, I feel like once uh, I started working hard, I played for Team Factory, got a little bit of uh, notices. Uh, and then obviously junior year had a really good year started. Uh, played for a really good team. We were ranked in the top 25 on max prep. So I feel like that all went into me getting noticed. But uh, I feel like it all started with like, that sophomore year summer going into my um my junior year uh, is when I was just working out with coach Hepburn uh, and all these other coaches uh every day and just putting in the work to get better and wanting to get better yeah you talked about uh coach Hepburn can you talk about a little bit about playing with Chucky I mean obviously I don't want to you know say something for you but from the eye of someone just looking at that Bellevue West team not being inside it kind of seemed like he was your you know the best skilled teammate you ever played with just kind of talk about playing with him through practices and watching him kind of develop as a player before getting to Wisconsin yeah uh I would definitely say uh when I first started playing with Chucky I think it was like my sophomore year I played in I I would play a decent amount in like fall leagues uh it's like Chucky sees stuff before it even happens like he has like this sense where he could I mean he averaged like four steals uh my junior year his senior year he just like sees things for before it happens. And like, he's like sees the open teammate, like the open play and he like knows how to make the right play. Uh, definitely when I started playing with Chucky, 
uh, I would be surprised by some of the plays because I would be in a good position open and then like I wouldn't expect the ball coming to me because I didn't think Chucky would see it because I wasn't used to playing with the player with such high IQ but definitely playing with Chucky made me a lot better uh obviously a lot of eyes were on him too uh, I would say yeah he's definitely the most skilled player I've uh, played with uh, thus far yeah so you, obviously you played at Bell West and they had a great you know atmosphere for the high school games what who's the best I guess home arena you know not you know the Heartland Athletic Center, not Pinnacle Bank Arena, somebody's home arena or home gym that you played at in high school. Obviously, you know, you didn't play at Columbus. We would have we would have been up there. Don't worry. But, uh, but you know, besides Columbus and besides Bell West, who's the best home arena or home gym, I guess I want to say, that you ever played at? Uh, best home gym, I would say uh, Creighton Prep, definitely because they bring the energy. Their student section is – uh some people will say they're kind of wild sometimes but i don't know it's almost it's, it's super fun like i like how like their their student section uh brings the energy and they always show out to every game yeah would you say kind of going back to south Dakota State, i'm kind of jumping between you know because i knew you throughout high school so you know kind of yeah. got a lot of questions for high school but going back to south dakota state i'm gonna kind of put you on the spot here again just kind of lighthearted question do you have a favorite teammate that's that's a lot of guys a lot of guys do you'd be surprised uh, no, I don't have a favorite teammate. Uh, I mean, love love all my teammates. Uh, but no, I don't have a favorite. I get along with all my teammates. Uh, we all have a good time. We all we all have uh great times practicing together. Uh, it was great getting to know everybody. Uh, when I got up here, but uh, always stayed in contact with them. Even when I wasn't up here, when I was committed, I just uh like all my teammates. Uh, I don't necessarily have a favorite. If that answers your question. Oh yeah, for sure. I, a lot of guys don't, you know, it's a hard question, but some guys, some guys will jump right out and they'll say, Hey, this guy, but uh, you know, kind of taking that yeah. teammate approach. I like it. Uh, I had a question. I just kind of forgot it. Oh shoot. I guess while I think about it, how you kind of back this up a little bit earlier, but kind of going deeper into it. What's your relationship with the coaching staff up there at South Dakota State? I mean, obviously, you know, to commit to a school, you have to really love them. But is there a specific coach that kind of stands out, your relationship with the head coach, you know, stuff like that? Uh, it's definitely not a specific coach. It's definitely all the coaches. It, it's it's just – it's almost like a family, I would say. It's like – like you can tell that these coaches, like, genuine, genuinely care about uh, all the players and all of our success and just us getting better and stuff. And, like, they push us every day at practice uh not even all not even just like on the court but like even like our our lifting coaches that I just met like this year and stuff uh coaching pushing us in the weight room it seems like the whole environment here up in Brookings with all the coaches I get along with all the coaches I love the coaching staff a lot uh I just uh it's just all something like I fell in love with uh, as soon as I got up here on my official visit and seeing how uh the coaches interact with uh family uh players and like seeing like workouts and stuff and like meeting the players uh, is definitely, it's definitely an amazing feeling just to be in that sort of environment uh, surrounded by winners and uh, like good people. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I can't, I actually did remember my question halfway through that. So could you tell me kind of two strengths of your basketball game and then two things that you think that you're going to try to develop this year I mean, like, obviously you want to develop, you know, a well-rounded game, but just two things that you, if you had to focus, if you had to focus on two things, what two things would they be? And then two strengths that you really think you're, you kind of bring to the table for South Dakota State. I feel like two strengths are definitely that I'm a really good shot blocker. Uh, 
so my defense, I would feel, I feel like, and then I could like switch out, and like I can, I feel like personally, I can guard any position on the floor. Uh, another, that's another strength that I'm, I'm getting better. At. I'm still working on it. Uh, I feel like my post scoring ability is uh, getting a lot better, and I'm getting stronger. Uh, since I, I put on about 12 pounds since I've been up here, uh, just lifting and stuff, and just eating a lot, uh, and putting on a lot of muscle. So I feel like I'm getting stronger. And the more I work at it and stuff, my post scoring is getting better and better every day. Uh, definitely something I want to work on uh, is my perimeter game, is uh, getting my shot right and stuff, just so I could expand ways to score and stuff like that. Uh, so that's one thing uh, I really want to work on. And that's I feel like that's one of my main focuses and like getting like more comfortable with my left hand. I would feel like. I guess kind of another lighthearted question I have is. It says here that you are listed at six nine on South Coast State's website. Is that is that really true, or are you standing on a two by four when they measured you? Uh, I I feel I mean I'm six nine in shoes, six eight without shoes. So, uh, yeah, I, I I would say I'm six nine. Hopefully, I get taller. Hopefully, I keep growing. Um, another one. Who would you say was your basketball inspiration? Definitely, uh, Kobe. Uh, uh, I know my uncle. Uh, he he probably is the reason why he uh, he was always a huge Kobe fan. So whenever I'm around him, it's Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, and just like watching his game. I know I read his his book Mamba Mentality, and like just everybody that knows Kobe knows like his work ethic and like everything he do he did like 100 percent like crazy stuff like him like getting his I think like his finger popped back into place in the middle of a game and stuff. He's just a different breed and it's uh sad that he passed rest in peace to him uh but he definitely inspired me and it was uh it was sad that he passed away but watching like his highlights and stuff obviously I wasn't born uh when he was drafted so I wouldn't be able to watch his like earliest years but I like to watch Kobe highlights and stuff and like I read his book and learned a lot just from reading that and then almost like let me go inside of like like Kobe Bryant's mind because that's pretty much what his book was about and stuff yeah, so you kind of talked about Kobe's book, Mama Mentality. And when we talked about that desert island, you kind of talked about bringing a book. Do you have a favorite book? If if it is Mama Mentality, do you have another favorite book? Kind of a top two then, but. Uh, I would say I, feel, I would say that Mama Mentality book is definitely uh, my favorite. I'm not really a book reader, but uh, like, obviously, if I was on an island, I need something to do. So uh I know this book we read in uh, English class. It's called And Then There Were None. That's a really good book. I feel like I, maybe I'd bring that. Yeah, so I'm going to ask you, I'm going to just wrap, rapid fire off five words here, and you're going to tell me your favorite of whatever I just say, okay? Just kind of, just some my rapid fire. Words. What? My favorite word. Just, I'm going to say, favorite. I'm going to say three words, or five words, it's five words, and okay. it'll be like, it'll be something and you just tell me your favorite whatever I say like if I said basketball team like I would say the Celtics you know what I'm saying okay okay so favorite color red favorite movie uh uh Friday it's a good one favorite soda or pop whatever whatever you say I don't really drink soda but I'd say uh Sprite favorite pizza topping pepperoni and last one favorite wing flavor uh buffalo that's a, that's a really good answer um there's about six minutes left on this meeting this zoom meeting before it kind of shuts off so i'm gonna let you go here 
Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, it, was, it was a pleasure. It was nice to kind of get to know more about you and also kind of get to meet you for the first time in person. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll put your social medias on, you know, the episode podcast that you're on. So thank you for coming out. Uh, have a good day, man. Yep. Thanks for having me, bro. Yep. Yep. Have a good one. You too. Yep. See ya. See ya.